Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of A Journey to Freedom. Here on A Journey to Freedom, we talk about our freedom journeys and our freedom journeys are a never-ending journey. And the reason why it is a never-ending journey, it is because as you grow and you elevate into a new level, you have to break off the stuff from the previous level because you don't want to remain stagnant in the new level. Um, you can catch us on Podbean, of course, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Intune, Boomplay, Alexa, Audible, and so much more. Um, we're going to get into it because what I always say is that you do not have to be long to be strong. Um, our guest for today is... Um, Someone who I've watched from afar for like, I say about the past five or six years um, via Facebook. She is filled with so much wisdom um, about God, about movement ministry, and some of the things that she has said in different lives. Like I've taken that to heart and tried to apply, apply that in the, in my personal ministry and the ministry that I am over right now. So it's she she's good and I'm so glad that she said yes and the Lord has connected me with her in this aspect in this season so without further ado please welcome 
um, Apostle Joy Anton. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, ma'am? I am well. No complaints. It won't do no good. Yes, ma'am. All right. So going to get into it. Um, the first question I have everyone is, how did you know or when did you know it was time to start your journey to freedom and start it for real? I think my journey to free you know, my journey to freedom started in about 2007 um, around the death of my grandmother. Um, I didn't realize that I had so much uh, built up hate, animosity, anger uh, towards family member, and um, I was tormented for years in terms of what I went through and just to be transparent I was uh, molested and raped at the age of eight and nine by a friend of the family and of the family and um, I was told if you tell anyone uh, they'll come back and kill me uh, and I lived in fear I lived in torment thinking that I have to live with this for the rest of my life because they're watching me now I'm, I'm a young girl seven and eight years old uh, I didn't know what was going on. Uh, all I know was I was uncomfortable and um, my life was threatened. So when uh, my grandmother passed away, I never thought that I would see the the actual uh, people that did it to me again. Uh, come to find out that the friend of the family had passed away and um, my cousin um, was still around. I just had not seen him. So when he came to the repast at my grandmother's house, I saw him and this anger built up in me. I was holding a butter knife. I was ready to go at him. Be honest, I was ready to go at him because that fear was still in me. Um, and then I heard God say, put it down. Go talk to him. You forgive him. And, you know, I'm like, I forgive him. What? Mm -hmm. And being that God was in me. I couldn't help but to forgive. So I, I ran outside. He saw me. His eyes got big. You swear he saw a ghost. And uh, he ran outside. He, he left out. He didn't even come all the way in the house. So I followed him. And by the time I got outside, he was almost halfway down the street. And I called him by his name. I didn't follow him or anything. And I yelled out, I forgive you. And he stopped dead in his tracks. And he turned around and he fell to his knees. I said, I forgive you. And I walked away. Um, and that, that, that right there let me know that, okay, I'm growing. And I can no longer allow these things that happened to me to hold me in bondage because the animosity, the anger, the hate, the bitterness, the unforgiveness, all of those things tied into that, those incidents that happened. And I was constantly growing in God, but there was something just holding me back. So I just made up my mind, you know what, I'm going to forgive him and I'm going to forget. It doesn't hurt me to speak about it. I don't cry to speak about it. That's how you know you're healing and you're growing. When you can tell your testimony or you can tell something that happened to you without crying. So my journey to freedom was in 2007 from torment, from fear, from self-blame, um, rejection. That's when it started. And I'm not saying that I'm not still going through it because it's a constant process. Deliverance is a constant process. So I'm still 
being delivered from the different things that are still trickling from that that God is showing me hey show me me in order for us to elevate he has to show us us uh, before we go to that next level yes ma'am um um the next question I ask everybody and another question hasn't come to me yet but the next question I ask everybody is um what would you say to your younger self you can pick an age a decade or Well, to my younger self, I'm going to stay in that range, eight and nine, um, and tell myself it wasn't your fault. Um, because it it always felt like it was my fault because I was, quote unquote, always in the house. I would wear shorts, you know, regular. I was a regular little girl. I wasn't wearing any hoochie mama shorts or anything that was just revealing. I just thought that because I would wear shorts around the house that were almost to my knees or I would wear a a shirt, a tank top, I was developed and developing um, that it was my fault. Like I did something to attract this or I did something to force them to do this to me. I, I always thought it was my fault and that's why I never said anything. Um, so I would tell my younger self, it's not your fault. Um, don't don't think it's your fault. Uh, you have bad people in the world, but this is just a part of a chapter in your book that you're going to overcome. You're going to survive. You're going to thrive and your story is going to help other people get past that threshold of unforgiveness and bitterness and uh, self-blame because a lot of people out there have been dealing with this or is still dealing with this and they feel like it's all their fault. Um, so I would tell my younger self, it's not your fault. Keep going. Don't give up. Um, it's not in vain. And I'm not saying this is something that's warranted, but it's, it's not in vain. This is going to help somebody else get free. Yes, 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 yes. Um. I have a question, like, you're a movement minister, like, how has that helped you in your journey? Was it a part of your journey? Yes, it was a part of my journey, and it still is a part of my journey. Um, I can't minister to someone, and this is whether you're singing, dancing, preaching, whatever, I can't minister to someone that has been a rape victim or molestation victim and say, I understand how you feel. I have to have, me personally, I have to have been in that place to be able to truly say, hey, I've been there. I know what it feels like. I know um, how it feels to feel be violated. I know how it feels to have this animosity, this hate, this anger built up. I know how it feels. So me being an overcomer of that, I can actually effectively minister uh, out of healing, effectively, effectively minister out of being an overcomer, triumphant, victorious, conquering um, this particular thing. So it has it, helped me to move with a greater sense of authority and power in the realm of that particular area of the deliverance. Okay, and um, what would you say to those younger 
yeah, the old younger than you in movement ministry that are just now coming up, but don't know how to really like navigate or navigate or just think that movement ministry is just something you do and it's just all the performance and you just want to be seen and get pats on the back and so on and so on. I used to deal with this big thing called pride Mm -hmm. uh, when I first started and I didn't realize that it would be a downfall to my ministry. I was young, you know, people were calling on me and I'm thinking that I was a bag of Doritos, you know, and I'm like, I got it going on because people calling me and then God showed me me he's like you're prideful you're arrogant and and there were other things in my life that transpire to where I had no other choice but to sit down and that's when I started to really take the ministry of movement seriously he said every time you put a garment on every time you put flags in your hand every time you put mom paint on because I was a mom first anytime you do any type of movement in front of the people um, you are spewing out what's in you out on them Mm -hmm. there are souls that are out there that you are responsible for every single time you take the floor so are you going to lead them astray with your false identity and your lies are you going to be truthful and really worship me quote unquote this is God talking worship me in spirit and in truth are you going to give him your all or are you just going to put on the show are you there for validation because I used to have that bad 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 problem seeking validation if I didn't do good they they weren't going to clap or if they didn't clap that means I didn't do good I had to grow into the knowledge of saying okay if they don't clap that means there's something in your ministry that made them think that made them really, really think. What was the song about? Did it prick their heart? Did it prick their soul to forgiveness? Did, them, did it cause them to worship? Because just because they don't say anything doesn't mean anything against your ministry. And I had to learn that. So to those that are coming up in the dance ministry and everything, you have a, just keep growing. Keep growing, keep expanding, learn your gift. If you are a flagger, learn how to flag. Don't mm-hmm. go hitting those chandeliers. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be hitting people upside the head. Oh well, they'll move. That's the anointing. No, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. You you have to know your surroundings. If you have, if you're a mind, learn how to apply your paint. Yeah. Um, your garments. Let them match. Let them not be wrinkled and and have all types of spots and blemishes. There's mm-hmm. so much to coming. People think that. It's, it is for show. It, it, it does not matter. It's, you are just like the preacher. You're getting up, but you're not saying a word. The dance is the moving. We are moving visible representations of what is going on in the spirit. So if we are truly moving in grace, power, authority that God has given us, then atmospheres have no other choice but to move. So those that are coming up inside of the the dance ministry, stay focused, get in your word, establish a relationship with God, um, fast and pray. There's so much that you can do in terms of growing in God to help you effectively minister in movement. Yes. um, Yeah, I had to, myself, I had to learn that because like I've been dancing since I was 10 and now I'm 36. So it was like, once I got in them thirties, it was, I always say something about once 
when I got in those 30s, like something started happening and starting trickling in me with knowing that I have to grow and grow for real. And if I say I'm about God, I have to really be about God and not just in front of the people behind closed doors, like praying and so on and so on. And so I get that. Um, um, and last question I ask everyone is, what would you say to those who are trying to start their journey to freedom but don't know how? The first step of deliverance in anything, whether it's small or big, is confession. You have to admit that you have a problem. You have to admit that there's something going on with you that needs to come out, that needs to be, I need to talk about it. I need a solution. I need a resolve to it. Because if we don't, the more we harbor it, the more it, it, it clogs up our communication with God. So confess what's wrong with you. Don't find somebody that you can trust, quote unquote, trust. You can't trust Facebook. You can't trust Twitter. You can't trust these social media outlets because all your business does not need to be on social media. You need to find someone that you can truly, truly trust. Even if you cannot trust your your mom and dad, hopefully you can. But if you can't find a minister that you you can trust, find someone that is above you, not same level above you mm -hmm. that can help you in this walk, in this journey. And they can tell you biblically how you are to continue to walk. OK, well, this is the next step. OK, this is the next step. And then there's the next step. But there are steps to progression. So first things first, admit it admit it find someone you can talk to and talk about it be open be honest that's the only way that you're going to get your healing and once you get your healing you can you can tell somebody else your, uh, that's particular story and then you can continue to move forward it won't hold you back anymore so just admit it hey i, I was fondled five times by my cousin or um, I did drugs or whatever like that. Nobody's perfect. Don't think that, that people are judging. We're helping. Okay. There are some people that will judge. That's why I say find somebody that you can trust. Find somebody that you can confide in and they'll tell you the steps to go. Um, I don't want to see or feel anyone um, bound for the rest of their life because they've been afraid so long to speak about it. Well, it's time to speak about it um, and get your freedom and start walking in it. It's a process. It's going to hurt at first, but as you continue to walk through it and exercise that muscle of talking and expressing, then it'll become easier. Yes. Yes. Um. Yeah. I know I'm I don't know what to like really say, so that's why I keep saying yes, yes, um after you're done. So um I have one more question. Do you have do you have any like encouragement for me if you have some? I want you to stay focused. Stay focused. Don't count the numbers. Don't worry about who's actually listening or whatever. Because guess what? There are people that are like you, like you did, that are watching you but won't ever say a word. 
There are people that are going to um, say negatively, oh, she's doing this. She's doing too much. Well, God told you to do it. You're going to continue to do it. While they're stagnant, you're moving. You're progressing. You're, you are showing progress in the things of God. It, as you get further into your ministry, I heard that you're getting ready to preach your first sermon. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, just stay in the word. Stay in prayer. Have that constant communication with God. Have that constant relationship with God. I tell people all the time, God don't want a one night stand. He wants a long relationship. He loves us. He wants to talk to you. He wants to do things with you. He wants to use you. But you just have to have that open line of communication. Say, God, here I am. And I I have watched you. Doing entrepreneur, keep going because guess what? I do t-shirts too. And it can get hard. Mm -hmm. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Because your persistence is going to draw to you. You're being resilient and relentless. It's going to draw people to you. It's going to make them watch. You know, so what she's going to do next. How gracefully you can go through a test and trial without losing your mind on Facebook. Without saying, well, I'm just going to say. No, you don't have to say. Take it to the prayer closet. And they'll see every time they may sense you're going through something. But every time... You come back, you're stronger, you're wiser, you have more strategies. So continue to keep your hands to the plow. Don't stop doing what you're doing. If the devil and the hellhounds are on your tail, you're on the right track. If there's always opposition, you're on the right track. Because the enemy does not want you to finish or even start a thing that's going to eventually save souls or help someone get healed or come under the saving knowledge of Christ. So there's always going to be opposition when you're going in the right direction. Count it as a demonic compliment. Yes, ma'am. We'll do. You got this. Thank you. Um, so again, thank you for your yes. Cause you didn't have to. And just thank you. I appreciate you. It's an honor to have been on the show. I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, this is my first podcast. <laughs> so uh, thank you for the opportunity. You reached out to me about six months ago, I think. Yeah. Um, so I thank you. So that's, that's um, God honors that in terms of planning and everything. So continue yes. to do the work. Yes, ma'am. So. I will have you pray out and then I'll say my final closing and we'll be done. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for the opportunity to just come and bless your name. So, Father, we are gracious to be able to see another day that we will not see again. We're gracious and we're thankful to be able to experience your grace and mercy. Oh, God, we thank you for the forgiveness, forgiveness, 
forgiveness, excuse me, of our sins, O oh Lord, so that we may be able to be a light and the salt of the earth, to be able to tell a dying world of a living Savior. Now, God, as we get ready to dismiss from this podcast, I pray that everyone that hears this podcast will be enlightened and encouraged and enriched to move forward in their journey to freedom, to be able to say, hey, I need deliverance from this, this, and that, and they will obtain their freedom. For what the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So God, even right now, open the ears of the people, open the hearts and the spirits of the people to that they may be able to receive what you have for them, that they may no longer be in bondage. We cancel the enemy now, every attack, every scheme, every plot that the enemy may try to come against the listeners now to make them feel defeated, to make them feel like they are overwhelmed. For we know that we are overcomers through your blood, oh God, we are overcomers overcomers and we have a testimony and we will tell our testimony and we are victorious and we will walk in our freedom and God we just thank you for all that you're doing and going to do even in this present moment in time in Jesus name we pray amen 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 um thank you again and please join us on November 17th where my guests will be my sister in Christ Alicia Brown so at 6 30 p.m. so tune on tune in look out for that um have a blessed evening have a blessed weekend and stay blessed bye bye